Hello and welcome to Dear Franny, the podcast of uncommon conversations about love. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. Hi, welcome to the podcast, though this is not a normal episode of Dear Franny podcast because it's not really an episode of Dear Franny podcast, if that makes sense. I did an interview this past weekend with my friend Bryce Isaiah, who is the host of the Purple Pants podcast. So he asked me to come on his podcast to talk about coronavirus and dating and, you know, dating during this time. And what wound up happening was we wound up having a very wide ranging conversation about Oh gosh, you know, so many things. We did talk about dating, but we also talked about, you know, healing patterns, self-compassion, self-love, dealing with negative self-talk. You know, it was just a really wide-ranging conversation and I enjoyed it so much that I said, hey Bryce, how about I actually post this segment on my podcast feed this week? And he was happy to oblige. So big thank you and big shout out to Bryce and the Purple Pants podcast for both having me on and then also allowing me to share this segment with you just to give a little context. Bryce is someone that I know because we were both on Survivor, not on the same season. He came a little bit after I did, but you know, we're all family. Well, not all of us, but he and I are. (laughs) And in case I think there might be some references to that, just so you know what's going on. All right. Enjoy my conversation with Bryce Isaiah. Keeping the menu rolling. I am so excited that I have my friend coming onto the podcast. Now, mind you, she a friend in my head, a friend in my heart, a friend in my soul, and she may be a friend to some of you. I would like to welcome my friend, Francesca Hoagie, to the Purple Pants Podcast. Hey, Bryce. Bryce, Hi. by the way, I'm your real friend, too. Yes, I mean, okay. yeah, real, real friend, too. Real friend. <laughs> we just had know. a whole real friend conversation okay. before this, before we hit record, which we're not going to talk about. Listen, <laughs> We just had a whole podcast before the podcast, before the podcast, okay? But for people that don't know who Francesca is, listen, okay? She is a former Survivor contestant from Redemption Island and the Caramoans, okay? And if that's not all she is, she's a love and life coach, okay? If you enter the sound bath, baby, she's a sound bath pro, okay? And she is a professional love jerk. Yes, so... I got so much I need to get it. I, I have to unpack from you. First of all, girl, tell me what a sound bath is because I always see you on your Instagram and mm-hmm. I love it. And I like, I'm like, oh child, I'm dirty. Like sound bath me clean. <laughs> So a sound bath is basically a meditative experience where different instruments are played at different frequencies, different tones in order to use the vibration because that's what sound is. Sound is vibration. Harness the vibration and the power of that sound to just bring more balance and healing to your body. Basically, it's like nutrition for your nervous system. Oh, Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. I I love it. And next time that you do one on your Instagram, Instagram, I'm going to get naked and I'm going to like, you know, because I need the vibrations. I can't let no underwear box. I need the vibrations to flow through me so I can, you do. You I do. can be cleansed. You and will, then, yes. <laughs> I also left out that you are the host of a very successful, and if you have not checked it out, the Dear Franny podcast. First of all, she snatches my soul each and every time. So if you have not checked that out, you are doing yourself a disservice and you need to get into it today. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you, Bryce. Well, the episode that you did, everyone needs to check out Bryce's episode of Dear Franny was, I actually recorded a video recently about this episode because first of all, I laughed so much that I was actually in my head I was thinking oh my god this is going to be a terrible episode because all it is is me laughing like it's like who wants to hear me just laughing hysterically at everything that Bryce says but it is actually probably my favorite episode I've ever recorded it's so I listen back to it and I'm like oh my god this is so good you're just you know, I just adore you. You're the best. You're the best. But one quick thing I want to say about the sound baths, because I had been doing them every Sunday on Instagram for 17 weeks in a row, but I'm giving myself a break. So last Sunday was the last one for a while. But on my IGTV, I have recordings of some past sound baths, um, including the one from 4th of July weekend. So I recommend you just going and checking it out. You know, when you're ready, you can just lie down, put some headphones on, put an eye mask on and just have a real beautiful meditation meditative experience. That literally is going to be my Sunday because I'm so serious because I, I'm so stressed, not stressed, but there's just a lot of moving parts in my life right now that are causing me to like be so, I, I can't even put a word to it, but I, I need a release. I need to just like check back into myself. I love the fact that you talked about the podcast that we did together. I loved that podcast so much because one, I don't always find myself being like authentic and especially like in the love scenario. So. So I truly enjoyed that podcast just because I felt like on an open forum, I was just being authentically myself and talking about like some of the issues that I struggle in my love life. And you gave me like homework. And I've really been since then. I I'm always one for like self-assessment, you know, meditation, therapy, like whatever you consider that to be and so the homework that you gave me really kind of like sparked so much in my own self growth that mm. I I love it and it, at the same time I, I also was cussing her out because I'm like why she had me in my head and why she having me do this stuff that like it's critical thinking about yourself and sometimes people find it like you know it's so easy for us to give advice to other people but when you actually like have to take your own advice and when you actually have to like sit in your own thoughts like that's a whole different conversation and so it it, like you know challenges me in ways of like you know why am I still single why have relationships not worked and like everything which is funny because I always be like it was him it was him the DMs the taxes but <laughs> it all comes back to me and it's like that is a an interesting and like you know a topic that is hard to grasp but it also is eye-opening which is yeah. why I wanted to have you come on the it's a purple pants it's a purple pants because with <laughs> This COVID, you know I'm crazy. I, I know. I, listen, I'm trying just, to control my laughter. <laughs> Don't I love it? But I feel like you know uh, my purple pants posse. We go together, and I feel like a lot of the times when I'm transparent and I like bear myself to them, I get so many emails from people saying like, "Oh my God, Bryce, I'm going through the same thing. Oh my God, I can't believe you talked about that." And so for me, one of the things that I am know necessarily like struggling with but like you know dating and like you know during this COVID time and like what does that look like and how what is appropriate avenues to find people to date and what is appropriate like with social distancing and all of that and like I'm just like you know what I, I don't know let me go to the source yes. let me go to the Mecca okay <laughs> let me write dear Franny <laughs> I am here for you. I am here for the purple pants posse. Let's let's do this. <laughs> 
I mean, I don't even know what to start. I'm just saying, like, okay. I... Well, here, I'll, I'll just tell you generally, and then you can ask me any questions, and, you know, we can go whichever direction you want to take this. But in general, I think that now is actually a good time to date if you are looking for a relationship. If you're not looking for a relationship, if you're just looking for, you know, just to have fun, date lots of people, just, you know, get your freak on, whatever, that's great, that's beautiful, but it's not a great time for that. <laughs> but if you're at a place in your life where, by the way, I've been in that place in my life and it was great. I loved that place when I was there until I didn't. And then I was like, okay, now I need more. But if you're looking for a relationship, now is a good time to date because of COVID, because we don't have all of the distractions that we normally have. You actually have an opportunity to slow shit down not just fall like immediately into your old patterns because you just physically kind of can't do, you know what I mean? Like too much disruption, right? And so you actually have a chance now when you do connect with people to go deeper, get to know each other more, you know, maybe you're not even gonna, in typical life, you might hook up with somebody on a first, second, third date. And maybe now you're not even gonna see them until you've had three, four, five, six, ten video dates before you even get to see each other face to face. Right. And so while that can feel frustrating on the one hand, on the other hand, you can really use it as an opportunity to be like, all right, what do I really want in a partner? What what do I really want the relationship that I want to you know be in? What does that look like? And really just start to assess when you're getting to know people like, is this person capable of meeting me there? Yes or no. And there are a lot of people who aren't going to invest weeks of their time getting to know you without the instant gratification of being able to hook up with you. And so that might suck in the moment. But but it's good to know that if you know you want a relationship, that person's not ready for a relationship. If they can't spend some time getting to know you, they're not looking for a relationship. And so, and so <laughs> I find myself, and please feel free to gather me at any point in time. Okay. Received. <laughs> Permission I'm received. I'm going to be honest in my approach to love or to, so here, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that I am open to the idea of meeting someone. Very much so. Like I would love companionship. I would love a friendship. Like I would love all of that. However, where I find myself in my life right now is that like I am at the point where I'm like, okay, I think it's time for you to pour everything into you as a person, as a brand, as a whatever. And I'm still not even there yet. Also realize that like, you know, it get lonely at night. And I also mm-hmm. realize I'm a lot of my friends are in relationships. And like, I'm like, you know, a lot of times like, oh, Bryce, come to the lake house with us. Oh, Bryce, come watch a movie with us. And it's like, well, damn, it's always just me. Mm-hmm. And so I am at this point where I'm like, and don't get me wrong. There are people in my body that I text and there are people in my life that I have for a good time. I'm uh, sure. Yes. So, you know, <laughs> that I'm at the point where I'm like, yeah, I, I want a little bit more. But mm-hmm. I just, I am, I don't, I guess what I'm saying is that like, I am open to evolving with someone, but I don't know if that's possible. Like, do I need to evolve by myself first? Or like, can you still be open to like the possibility of something, but then also be very into what you are doing and be very into like your goals and aspirations or like, do the two just not meet? Yes. Oh, this is a really good question. I think it's an important question because a lot of people feel the way you feel, which is like, I got all these other things that are really important to me that I'm focusing on right now. So I guess it's not the time to get into a relationship. And I think that that can be a valid excuse 
at times, like, so say for instance, you were like, you already have a podcast, but say you were, this was before you'd launched your podcast and you were like, I'm launching my podcast in a month and this month is going to be crazy. So I'm not focused on dating this month. Like, okay, yeah, of course that makes sense. It's a short term push. Right. And yeah, like absolutely. Or if you're like, oh, I'm only going to be, you know, I'm in school and I'm going to be in, you know, this program for another year in Wisconsin. And I know that I actually am going to move to Florida or whatever. Don't move to Florida. It's filled with COVID and racist. <laughs> but that's <laughs> Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to move to California. Right? We got a lot of COVID and races here too, to be honest. <laughs> Not as much as Florida. <laughs> and then again, that might be a time where you're like, okay, I, you know, I'm focused on really getting through this program. It's a short term thing. But that is a slippery slope when you start applying that to just being a person who has life goals. Do you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you're never not going to have goals. You're never not going to have things that you're working on personally and professionally. And I think the idea that we have to wait until we're, you know, this future version of ourselves where we have all our shit together and everything is right and and, and then we'll get into a relationship. That's a lie that we are told. And that keeps a lot of people from relationships that can really benefit you. And I think, you know, the process of working on yourself, working through your goals, that's a great time to start dating and to meeting people to see who else is in that stage who can meet me here is there's a real difference like you know you know this like there's a real mindset difference between the kind of person who's like oh i want things to be better in my life so i'm actually going to figure it out i don't know how but i'm going to do what i can to figure it out that's a really different mindset than somebody who's like nah this is it this is what it is it is what it is i just take what comes this is what it is and you know it kind of sucks but you know hey that's life well and i think part of my problem is i said to gather me and like i think that that's me like i think that i'm just like okay like mm, this is life this is like you know this is my struggle this is where i'm at and this is what it's going to be and so i guess where i find a hard time is that like how like I mean I know how to make myself available but like I don't feel like I'm making myself available in the appropriate channels to receive back the same energy or receive Mm. back energy that matches mine and also with this like social media day and age and like you know I also sometimes may again feel free to gather me I don't know like is it my pride that like I don't really want to reveal that like I am as available as I am like because then I don't want to be like I don't want them to think that I don't have this Mm -hmm. at the same time I'm like you know India Ivory I am ready for (laughs) Okay. Where are you? Okay. I need to know. So what you do? <laughs> so look, here's the thing. Despite of everything I just said, it is true mm-hmm. that the more of an empowered place you are, the more of a you know a joyful place, a peaceful place that you are in your life, you're going to date more successfully and get into a better relationship. Agreed. Again, despite everything that I have said, I do find myself in a place in my life where I probably am the most. I don't want to say the most, but I am at a place where I am very much so aware of who I am. I am proud of who I am. And I don't have a problem with telling you who I am. Yes. Good. And that's beautiful. And that's gross. But here's the good thing about dating. I mean, and this, maybe this is the phase that you're in. Maybe what you should be focused on right now. And I do think this is actually, okay, this is important. If you're single, (laughs) if you're listening to this and you're single (laughs) and you don't want to be single, it is very important to really figure out like what your starting point is. Because 
So say everyone listening to this is single and wants to find love. Not everyone who's listening to this who's single who wants to find love is really ready for love, even though they think they are because they want it so badly, right? It's good to really be honest about where you are on your love journey, as I call it, and know that if you're in a place where, you know, I'm really trying to figure out how to even be more vulnerable, how to get more comfortable with being, you know, authentic, how to just, you know, own who I am and love who I am. If you're in that place, then use dating as a tool to help you go deeper into that rather than be like, okay, my goal right now is to find my one true forever love. First of all, there's not just one person for everyone, Um, just to be clear. But rather than having that as a goal, being like, okay, I have a goal right now to really get more comfortable with myself and to really be able to show up in dating and be authentic. I have a goal right now to get confident with flirting. I have a goal right now to get comfortable with receiving affection. Like, you know, everybody is in a different place. So I think that, you know, just set the goal that's appropriate for where you are right now. Now, tell me again, feel free to gather me. Is is this an appropriate goal that I am open to an entanglement? (laughs) (laughs) So I, okay, I would advise against an entanglement because an entanglement and the fact that she used that word, (laughs) he's over here saying relationship. Okay. And she's over here saying entanglement. So that right there tells you how um, drama happens. <laughs> but if the drama looked like August Alcina, I'm just saying, I don't mind the Lord entanglement. Okay. I literally, I had to Google him. I was like, I've never heard of this person before. Franny. I don't know who this is. I had no idea. I'm old, Bryce. I don't know what these kids be doing. Though Jade is older than me. I'm like, what are you doing with this child? But anyway, actually, I'm like, I know exactly what you were doing with this child. <laughs> okay. Entanglement. Okay. <laughs> Entanglement, girl. <laughs> entanglement. That's what you were doing. You know, it depends on which side of the relationship are you on that you're calling it an entanglement, right? Like that's kind of depends, right? So right. if you are, I mean, I see a lot of people just choosing situations that are just so inherently filled with drama that I'm mm. like, just know that you're choosing drama. Yeah, girl, listen, you speak into <laughs> my heart because again, I will be authentically myself and present with you. Uh, and again, it's and I, I again I just want preference this by saying that it's not the energy that I'm seeking, but a lot of the times the the entanglements that I find myself are in are in like first of all like men are attracted to my energy like that's the fact that I like you know mm-hmm. and I oftentimes will straight get straight like, ones the, too sh- yeah girl listen this is where I'm getting at girl this is where I'm getting at <laughs> that. I then get entangled with these men mm. who are not comfortable with their sexuality, mm. but they are easy on the eyes. Mm. And I, I recently like read a post where it was just like, we, I am no longer like, I cannot support those type of relationships. Cause one, those type of relationships are what get our trans sisters killed because people aren't like able to be who they are. And they are like so scared. And so like, again, where I feel like I'm at a place in my life where it's like, I like, I want to be somebody arm candy. I want someone to like, be as excited and as proud to be with me as I am with them. Mm-hmm. And so I realized that I have a pattern of entanglement with maybe like they might look delicious. They might 
never mind delicious, <laughs> but they are not delicious for my soul because mm-hmm. it's like they're not meeting me there. Again, like I said, it's not that I'm looking for it. It comes my way. However, my issue where I am the culprit is that like I invite these situations. I it, like I enable them. And so like I am like saying to myself like on this podcast because I hold myself accountable that like I don't want those type of relationships anymore. I don't want them type of situations. I want I don't know what I want, but you, I you want know, more than that. You know what you don't want. Yeah. Yes. 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 Well, knowing what you don't want is powerful because that's a good starting point. You're like, well, I know I don't want this. So it's up to me to stop choosing it, to stop letting it just exist. And I know that that's hard. Yes. Easier said than done. Because it's a comfortable thing. And if with anything in life that anyone wants to change, whether it's your love life, whether it's your body, whether it's your job, whether it's your mindset, whether it doesn't matter what it is, your finances, whatever it is that you want to change, you have to understand that it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable. If it was easy, we wouldn't be having this conversation. True. If it was easy to level up, we you would we wouldn't be having this conversation. If it was easy to let go of your old shit and your old story and your old trauma, we wouldn't be having this conversation and there would be no um you know, there would be no therapists, <laughs> there would be no yeah. coaches, there would be no pharmaceuticals that are prescribed to help people with their mental health issues. Like it's not easy. It's not. And I what I always why I love talking about But you can do it, but you can do it. Yes, yes, yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. But why I always love talking about you because I don't know what it is with our relationship or our bond like I'm not even this honest with like my friends about my love life and so I love the fact that like I could just randomly talk to you and just spill my entanglement tea and mess (laughs) and receive it in such a loving and like you know that makes me feel like I'm not alone so what are some of the ways that you feel in a healthy, productive way that I can move forward on this? You call it a journey. I call it a love pilgrimage. Because <laughs> this... <laughs> Let's have it be a journey because a pilgrimage, first of all, because a journey could be a, just as long as a pilgrimage. But a pilgrimage is like you're going to visit and then you're leaving, you're going back okay, home, see, see, going back to where en- you came from. <laughs> my, my entanglement mentality, girl. Get, gather me. <laughs> A pilgrimage means you're going to go right back to where you started from. A journey means who knows where you're going to end up, right? But the number one thing I would just say is that, first of all, you just, and this is for you, this is for everyone, really learn to be compassionate towards yourself. Because like I said, it's, if it was easy, everyone would do it. If it was easy, it would just, if it was easy, you know, weight loss is a good topic to talk about just because, you know, everyone quote unquote knows how to lose weight, right? Like we all know, like you eat less, you move more, you'll lose weight. That's, we all quote know that. Why is weight loss a, you know, multi-billion dollar, if not trillion dollar industry? Why is it so challenging for us? It's because the knowledge (laughs) is not actually connecting because there's some, there's all this other shit going on. And that shit is not going on in our conscious mind. That shit's going on in our subconscious mind. Okay. So up to 95% of what you think and what you feel is happening on a subconscious level. So if you're only expecting your logical mind to explain everything to you, you're going to find yourself very stuck and very lacking for understanding. Okay, so, but it's fine because then you're like, all right, and this takes just humility. Like, it's just think about it that way. Like, that's how I think about it. I'm like, I just have to be humble enough to remember that I have a lot of thoughts and feelings and motivations that are not conscious to me. So rather than just being 
reactive rather than just staying in a victim mindset of like, why does this keep happening to me? Or da da da, or he sucks, or da da da. I have to be like, okay, wait a second. You know, I'll have an argument with my boyfriend, for instance. And, you know, I'm, I'm Scorpio, I'm fiery. <laughs> 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 and I was like, I got that stinger and I'm like, Shh, you know, and, um, we, and girl, then, we know, we, <laughs> you know, I got that stinger. And but then I have to always take a step back and I'd be like, okay, wait a second. Even though he might've said something or done something that, you know, triggered me, I got to understand that it is a trigger, meaning that it wasn't just about him, you know, leaving all this, this mess on the counter. It was about how that made me feel and what that reminded me of and my old trauma that I've had been carrying around for my whole life feeling, you know, whatever. And so I have to understand that because then it makes me more able to A, be compassionate towards myself because I'm like, all right, well, I have to give myself a break because I want to figure it out. But in order to figure it out, I have to be kind enough to myself to even give myself that permission. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You just, ooh, you are gathering me because you're right. And I just, as you're talking, I'm literally like in my mind going down the list of things and you're right. Like, am I compassionate to myself? I like to think so. But when I actually think about it, I'm actually harder on myself than I am compassionate. Mm-hmm. And I thinking, cause I'm doing it to like motivate and move myself, but right. It doesn't like, work. You know, like it, not, at, <laughs> not at all. It doesn't work. If beating ourselves up worked, we wouldn't have shit we wanted to change. Cause we would have beat it out of ourselves. Right. <laughs> Ooh, tell that to my mom. Okay. okay. (laughs) Beatings don't work, Barb. It just... It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So when you understand that, then you can be like, all right. And that is why you deserve compassion. You deserve compassion because this shit is, you did not choose your issues. You didn't choose your trauma. This shit happened to you and you have just done the best that you possibly could to cope with it up until now. So when you're ready to do better, you have to give yourself that break and be like, all right, I'm ready to do better. So I got to understand that everything up until now, it was just me doing the best I could with what I knew then. I want to know more. So I'm going to, I have to give myself a break for that. So that's a skill, right? Yes. It's a skill. So you can keep practicing it. Just catch yourself, you know? And if you're dealing with a lot of negative self-talk, which I know that you are, just because I know you are, because I know that that's what happens when, you, when you're not compassionate towards yourself, then, you know, your mind is like, becomes like your worst enemy in some ways because of the, the loops of negative thinking. That's natural. Everybody has negative thoughts, by the way. And there's no one who is without negative thoughts, but it's how you deal with them and how out of control they are, right? How prevalent they are. That's where you want to pay attention and just bring your attention to them. And once you start to bring your attention to your negative thoughts, if you're doing this with compassion, then you can actually start to get curious about them. You can be like, okay, wait, why is that my go-to thought? Every time I feel rejected or triggered or sad or lonely or unacknowledged or why is that my reaction? And just to be curious about it, like, I don't know where this comes from. Isn't that like, and just to open yourself up to the possibility, like maybe this thing that I've been telling myself for so long isn't even true. Mm, mm. For, oh, for, oh. That's the, where, where my wine at? That right there, that part. And what if it's not true? If it's not true, then, then, then there's another possibility. There's another reason. Ooh, well, what is, well, what could that be? 
right? And you apply some compassionate curiosity to it. Maybe, and I'll give you a, a personal example from my own life. I had for many years, starting when I was nine years old and some little boy in my class who I don't even remember his name, okay? Mm. Which just, just, just tells you how much it wasn't about him. I don't even remember this boy's name, but I, I felt rejected by this little boy. I mean, he did reject me. I could tell you the story, but it's dumb. It doesn't matter, okay? The point was, I was like, oh, maybe this boy's cute. Maybe I can like call him on the phone and he'll talk to me. And guess what? He wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> right. So I have my first, no offense, but I don't want to talk to you. Okay. That's what he said to me. Right. And so I, in my little nine year old mind, I just made this decision. Boys don't like me. Okay. Mm. So fast forward, I am an adult ass woman <laughs> and I still am carrying this thought around boys don't like me. And when, whatever it is that we really believe, we, we will do whatever we can, our subconscious that is, we'll do whatever it can to make us write about what we believe, even if we don't want that to be true. You see what I'm so saying? True. Yes, right, a hundred percent. So I had this. I'm carrying around this belief: boys don't like me. So then, what did I do? If a boy did like me, I then had to find a way to make him wrong because. No, no, boys don't like me. Boys don't like me. So if this boy likes me, there's something wrong with him. This is not, this situation should not be. <laughs> so I have to either ignore him or reject him or just push him so far away that I can then be quote unquote right about this thing right. that I believe. And so I luckily one day, and I call this, I call this, you know, a moment of grace because we have these where sometimes you'll just have this insight and you're like, I don't know where that came from. I don't know how the loop of negative thoughts stopped in that second, but it did, thank God. And I was thinking, boys don't like me. This thought came into my head. And for whatever reason on this day, I was like, you know what? I've been thinking that thought since I was a child. I don't even know, is that even true? And I was like, oh. I was like, I don't know, it feels true. I got a lot of evidence of a lot of boys who don't <laughs> like me. Okay. I had a, a whole, I was like, I could fill a book with the names of boys who don't <laughs> like me. <laughs> okay. Because that's what I was paying attention to. That's what I was attracted to. I was attracted to boys who didn't like me. Mm. Right. And so, but then just because that one day I was like, hmm, I don't, maybe that's not even true. And I was like, I don't know, feels pretty true, but I don't know. And just because I had that one moment of questioning that, the next time I thought it, which was like, I don't know, the next day, it's a recurring thought, right? I was like, wow, I really do think that all the time. Then I just started to bring curiosity to it. Like, how often am I thinking this thought? Wow. And because I started to challenge the thought, then I was like, okay, wait a second. Well, there was that boy who liked me. <laughs> and there was that boy that liked me. Oh, and maybe that guy over there is smiling at me because maybe he <laughs> likes me. It just like, like my whole world view right. just started to change. And then one day when that thought, and these thoughts are repetitive, right? They actually form like neural pathways in our brain. So they just, they're just going on a loop like, woo, wee, you know? And, but once you interrupt it, then it's like, oh, wait, I'm losing some of my momentum here, you know, which is why, oh, you don't have to try to override it. And that's what I think a lot of people where we mess up when it comes to these negative thoughts, because we try to override them. We're like, no, no, that's not true. No, 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 that's not true. No, if, if I think boys don't like me, no, no, I'm beautiful, I'm sexy, I'm desirable. Everyone, you know, that doesn't yeah. work because that in the inside you're going bullshit, 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 <laughs> right? So it doesn't work. So you can't try to override it. All you can start to do is bring your attention to it and then consider the possibility, just challenge it. Maybe it's mm. wrong. Even if I'm 99.9% .9 sure that it is 100%, I guess it's possible. It's an infinitesimal possibility that I'm wrong. Even that is progress. Even that can change right. your life. <laughs>
That's yeah. This is why I called you. I <laughs> now I just had to be honest. I really want to just transport my nine year old self to that boy so I could go beat him up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try my friend. Thank you, boys. Thank you. Bro. I, I wish I could remember his name so I could look him up now and be like, you, I can't believe I let you right. know. But it wasn't about him, you know? Right. It was it's just about you and your experience. And I don't think that people validate what I always talk about on my podcast is like trauma. Like sometimes people don't realize what trauma is. Trauma literally can understand. be you, you going to get ice cream with your family and you wanting vanilla and they gave you chocolate. Like they yes. don't, they, they can't. <laughs> process that that like listen that you yes you as an adult are like it makes sense but you sometimes have to go and speak back to that child which is what I love and why I'm so grateful to have you as a friend that I can have these conversations with but before we go and close can you just like wrap up to my purple pants posse (laughs) which are the things that we need to do in order to open ourselves or to start to be able to open ourselves up to the possibility of dating different yes. loving different and yes. being open because I just want to make sure my posse hear it yes. that they know and really so I can listen back to it and take no <laughs> It's really for me, but... (laughs) Okay, so this is going to sound self-serving, but genuinely, I have a quiz um, that I created. It's called the Dating Archetype Quiz. And, well, if anybody goes to my Instagram, it's in my bio. I'm at Dear Franny on Instagram. And it's also um, on my website, which is my name, which is just FrancescaHoagie.com. But I really actually, it's really helpful for people to do that quiz. It's only 10 questions. It's very quick and it's very accurate. I do say so myself. Um, And... um, but it's very helpful just to if you recognize yourself in your archetype and if you don't you're like "Mm, this isn't right this quiz isn't accurate at least read the others there's only four read them because one of them you will identify with one of them okay and that'll help you to understand kind of more objectively maybe where how close you are to having that you know that really ultimate love committed relationship you're looking for so that could be help that's really helpful but then also starting with just that self-compassion number one when i talk about self-love self-compassion is number one because once you're able to bring that you know real compassion to yourself then you can start to bring the curiosity to okay why am i attracted to this why do i find myself always in this same situation you can start to ask the questions and if you ask them with compassion you will start to get answers like you'll start to get insights right and and then you have an option to change that's how you make choices but you've got to bring that real self awareness to your situation and it's really difficult to do that if you don't have compassion So that's the number one thing. Honestly, if you start there, you'll get all the way to the relationship, but it might just take you longer because, you know, there's other steps after that, right? It's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey, but that's the starting point, right? And then, like I said about the negative self-talk, because that's a part of self-compassion is dealing with that. And it's part of that curiosity, right? Bringing that curiosity, questioning, is this true? Maybe it's not. Maybe even if it has been true up until now, it won't always be true. If it wasn't always going to be true, what would have to change? What can I do differently? Right. So it's really focusing on yourself, just knowing that the people that you are attracted to, you know, the people that you're saying yes to, the people that you're letting you're letting them talk you into going at whatever your pattern is, you are you're playing out an old story, right? by that choice over and over again. So when you bring your attention to it and you start to get curious about it, then you can start to choose a new story. You'd be like, oh, wait, you know what? You're right. Every time I start dating someone, I realize like they're just looking for sex. I'm actually looking for a relationship, and but I think that I can change their minds and then I wind up hurt. 
that keeps happening to me. So I've always been mad at them and I've always been vilifying my exes and this one who hurt me and that one who hurt me. But what are the ways in which I co-created that dynamic? You know, so just asking yourself those types of questions, you start to get a lot of information and then you can start to make different choices and you can be like, well, why, why, why do I keep doing that? You can just ask yourself why with compassion, your life will change. Why your money? Why your job? Why your relationship with your body? Why your relationship with sex? All, if you just start asking yourself questions, why, 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 where did this come from? Right? Why, who told me that it had to be this way? Who told me that? And just start to question it, question it, question it. What you said about trauma, Bryce is so true. And I really hope that people hear that trauma is not just something, you know, horrible six o'clock news headline happen to you. Like you said, it can be that small. It can be one time that you were really excited about this coloring you just did. And you were like trying to get your mom's attention and she was distracted and she was like, oh, not now. And she swatted you away and you were traumatized by that. And you're like, I can't get love. I'm not worthy of love. No one's ever going to love me. Literally, that's how our brains work when we're children. Right. So that's why you have to be compassionate towards yourself. You're like, I didn't, I can see now how maybe I shouldn't have set my entire, you know, self-esteem and like view of myself based on the one time my mom was too busy to look at my drawing. (laughs) But it's not happening from a logical place. It's happening from a subconscious place. And that is why you bring that compassion to it. That's how you can start to understand it. And that's how you heal it. The understanding is how you start to heal it. That's my advice, really. Just I, I'm here. I receive it. Trust, listen, that ain't <laughs> that's not entangled for me. I receive that, and I whenever I do podcasts, I it's, do you ever find what I find is when I interview people or when I have them on my podcast, I will do the podcast and I will think I got something out of it, but baby, when I go back and listen. I am like, well, when the hell did she say that? Wait, like, I, I, like, I, I receive it. I guess because I'm so in the like the host mode, and I want to make sure that we have a like a pleasant conversation that like I don't think my mind like comprehends. And so like literally, like I am like you know I'm working two sides of my mind here. I'm like I want to mm-hmm. like have a great like conversation with you, but I also can't wait until like this is over so I go back and listen to it and truly like receive it because mm. it, it's it's something so different and like. And what I'm learning from podcasting is like actually like recording and then going back and hearing it. Yes. And so I, I'm so excited for this podcast because I know that you speak the truth. I know that you come from a place of love and compassion. And I know that you truly like want whoever you come in contact to be the best version of themselves. And I, I want that for people as well, too. And I think that that's why we have this like connection mm-hmm. uh, with each other that is like so cemented. Like it's like, like you my girl for life, period. Like, yeah. and you know, it's not always that way with people. And so why I'm just always so grateful and I am just thankful for you to come on my podcast. It's an honor. Aww. And you know, if whoever is listening, y'all need to make sure you check out Francesca. You can follow her on Instagram at Dear Franny. You can check her out on the Dear Franny podcast on Instagram. Make sure you go to her website, FrancescaHoagie.com to get all of this goodness. Thank you so much. I love you. I love Thank you, you so much. Thank you, honey. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it, my conversation with Bryce for the Purple Pants podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. And um, I hope that you are doing well. And I hope that you have taken a moment, if you were enjoying this podcast, to 
subscribe and to rate it five stars and appreciate it very much and if you'd like to write a review you are more than invited to do that but you know the subscribing is super easy it takes one second it's one button and so is tapping five stars that's super fast too so i would really appreciate it i really appreciate you and i invite you to please connect with me i am at dear franny on instagram and twitter and facebook and the podcast is at dear franny podcast and i love hearing from you guys and if you have reached out to me and i have not responded i apologize it's just because i get overwhelmed and behind in my messages sometimes but i see it and i appreciate it and i try to respond to all the messages that i get really appreciate you guys i appreciate you listening and taking the time out of your day i hope that you're enjoying the show and i hope you enjoyed this show and yeah stay in touch have a beautiful